Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lavender Water Podcast. This is your host, Matthew Williams, and today I am being joined by my guest, Jordan Lamb. Is that how you pronounce it? Hi, everyone. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. All right, all right. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Um, just uh, enduring this Georgia heat. Oh, you live in Georgia? Like, how hot is it compared to Florida, Would do you think? Because it gets pretty hot. hot in Florida. I feel like Florida might be the hotter one. Yeah, I think so, too. It's like, it, it's heat. It's It's really hot. I'm just going to just take my word for it. Yeah, I've I've been down there a couple times uh for uh you know Orlando studios and stuff. Um you know, I've seen like when it rains, it'll uh it'll rain for like 5 minutes and then like after that it's like it never rains. Yeah. Yeah, but a couple like these last few weeks it's been raining though, so that's cool, I guess. But how does it like? Is it raining in Georgia? How's the weather down there? Um, it rained like a couple weeks ago, all week, but then uh, lately it's just been like a heat wave. Okay, okay. So I want to ask you this: If I'm being real, are you okay. in your place, like in life right now? Are you happy? Um, I'd say I'm content, but I'm not happy, you know, like I'm not where I want to be, but I'm steadily working towards it. And so what would make you happy? Um, stability. Like a stable, uh, high paying job to support the family and uh, I'm the kind of guy, ultimately, I don't want a job, so to speak. Like, I don't want to work for someone else. Like, I'd rather, if I'm going to do the capitalism game, then I'd rather create my own thing and live that way. Okay, okay. So it goes beyond just money. Yeah, it's just like... To do what I want to do with my time, that's what I value the most in life. Okay. Okay. So, how define happiness? Let's start off with that. Right. Um, I like, guess like, my how do you define it? Yeah, I guess my definition of happiness is to not be worried about, you know, like, Things like, how am I going to do this? Like, you know, how am I going to pay for this to stay on? How am I going to eat? Um, Where is the next money coming from? Uh, Are my friends and family happy? Uh, You know, like, just harmony really is, like, just no chaos or as as a small amount of chaos as possible, living as possible. Okay. So like equilibrium, you want balance, everyone yeah. peace, peace. Okay, okay. But do you think 
if there were to be happiness, there has to be the opposite, like anger, like sadness, and all that? Of course. It's a reality of duality. Right. Right. And so, explain, like, how you are content. Uh, all my needs met. Like, you ever played The Sims? Yeah, great game. <laughs> so, you know, like, they're, they're meters. Like, you know, like, you got to talk to your friends. You got to eat. You got to use the bathroom. You got to wash your body. You got to go to work. You got to, you know, have fun. You got to get your intelligence up. You know, like, just all my meters filled. Like, you know, all the, the things I want in a day. Like, oh, I'm hungry. Okay, really good food, you know, there for me. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, oh, I want to take a vacation, boom, like, it's no question. It's like, I got to save up for it, or I, got, I can just go, you know what I'm saying? Like, just all the doors that are closed right now just open at will, you know what I'm saying? That's that's Yeah. Yeah. So would you say you're satisfied for the time being? Though, do you feel like this feeling at the back of your mind, like, you could have more? Like you're you're hungry for to be even more happy. Hmm. So like, how since how I'm living is not how I want to live. Is like I have to learn to be happy in the moment. So it's like mm-hmm. you can boil it down to well, the fact is that you made yourself happy in the situation. So why can't you just be satisfied with that? happiness you know what i'm saying but it's like it's kind of like a it's a how they say toxic happiness where it's like you have to derive pleasure from a really crazy situation you know what i'm saying so it's like Mm -hmm. you can make you can make living on the streets look good or whatever or you know happy or positive but it's like you're still on the streets though you know like that's no way to live you know what i'm saying so it's like it, it's I guess the the catch twenty two is like yeah I'm I'm not in a dark place where it's like oh I want to hurt myself or others or you know I want to inflict evil on the world or nothing because I'm not where I want to be but it's like if I can have a better situation I'm going to get that better situation yeah 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 for sure sure it's always like you know. I think it's ingrained in us as like humans just to always strive for more. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you think success equates to happiness? I think success aids happiness. I don't think it is happiness because there's people that are doing things that in some people's definition of success, that success, but it's like, you know, it doesn't make, doesn't mean that they're going to be happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen, like, uh, it's like my mom used to watch, like, all these, like, you know, cold case, forensic, murder-type shows and stuff, so it's like, story of this football player, like, he had millions and millions of dollars playing football, but, like, he intentionally went to, like, like a grocery store and, like, was shooting his gun at people to try to get the death sentence, or something, and 
you know, as a kid, I'm looking at him like, why he got all that money? Like, do whatever he wants to do. Like, what? Why can't he just be happy? He's got the money and lifestyle. It's like, there's just internally, there's just something deeper wrong, you know what I'm saying, that money can't fix it, you know what I'm saying? So I never looked at it like, if I was rich, I'd be the happiest person in the world because there's miserable rich people and I used to live around them. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. So if money doesn't play a factor, what do you think it really comes down to? The opening of those doors, man. Instead of when I jiggle the the knob, I can't go in there. Is it's gotta I gotta be able to go in there, you know what I'm saying? If I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how I look yeah. at it. Is like you know, because there's people out here that don't worry about how am I going to keep my phone on for the next month. Like I gotta either eat or you know be on Facebook. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> people gotta reach me or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm so it's like uh, I feel like if those unnecessary stresses were relieved, you know, it gives you more time to focus on yourself and being happy. And you know what I'm saying? Instead of like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do extra. I gotta not sleep and go to work extra to get more money, and then I spend the money on just being alive at the minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just if it's like like going back to the Sims. The game is easier when you have the Simbolonians. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like they got their whole career going, and they they're they're not hungry, and they they showered and all and all that. So then their mood goes up, and then they get like happier and green. Yeah, totally. I get it. I get it. But but how much of it would you say? Or let me rephrase it this way. Do you think society has played a big role in shaping how we view happiness, too? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, like, Disney is a big contributor to uh, how we feel about happiness, uh, just based on, it's it, like, all, most of their narratives are based on, like, uh, romantic relationships. So it's like, person struggling until they met this person and now they're in love and now life is just so much better. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think it kind of ingrained this, like, oh, if I find the love of my life, that's when I'll be happy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? The fairy tale ended. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give a a college student who's, like, depressed or just any young adult you know, uh, to go get some help, the help that they need, uh, seek it, um, whether it's professional or someone in your community that knows something about it, uh, just, you know, you, you can't remedy a situation unless you acknowledge the problem, you know, and, and then yeah. once you acknowledge the problem and act on it, then Usually it comes into play, you know, and comes into fruition of how to how to fix it or treat it, you know. So, uh, you know, there's people out here that went to school for years and years to help you. No, yeah. Get some help. It's like what Michael Jordan says in that ad. Get some help. Let me ask you this. Real quick, real quick. Oh, sorry, I think go a big on. thing uh, in society is that 
people kind of feel ashamed to ask for help or feel like they need other people, you know what I'm saying, uh, just because of, you know, the, the the stigmas that go with being the person that's always asking for something, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I feel like it's hard for people to come out of themselves to be like, yeah, I need assistance. I can't do it by myself. You know, like, if you need help, you got to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to say, uh, closed mouths never get fed. Yeah, I think people need to not be afraid to ask for help because I feel like I think it comes from shame or or pride sometimes, depending on the situation. But like, like people shouldn't be afraid to ask for help because I think like asking for help nine times out of ten, they're not like that. Someone's not going to be a dick if you ask for help. I don't know if I can swear but i just swore so my bad but it's an explicit podcast yeah like you know it's like who's gonna shit on you for asking for their help or or you know we all go through rough patches and have bad moods and or just like rough stages in life so i don't think you know everyone anyone should be like care or like be judged on asking for help because that's what they're there to do that's they're helping you or if you're a decent human being you're going to be cool with helping i feel like yes uh it's really what god tells us to do is to help one another love one another as if you know that person was ourselves so you know treat people how you want to be treated and the love will go around but you know uh capitalism uh, it's a it's a different language encoded into the human DNA now. So it's like, you know, people way way people look at it is, oh, go out there and get your own, get a job, you know. And you know, as we see in this economy, everything is rising up. Everything is more expensive, uh, but the money is not going up. You know, that people are earning. So yeah, it, it leaves a lot of people in a devastating position, and the people who want would turn people away like, oh, go get a job. Oh, you're broke. You know, they're going to be the people that are asking for help in private, though, because, you know, they were so, so boastful to to let you know, oh, you can't borrow $10. Oh. Yeah, so it's like when money enters the equation, feel like it makes everything um more complicated not because you know like we ask someone for help you you ask your friend for help and they they you know you're helping them out of a tough spot right right but it's mm-hmm. like um when they ask for 10 bucks i'm like you gonna pay me back though like Cause you know I'm like I'm more stingy I feel like but you know, you have to like think about the money whether you're gonna get it back but you also have to think about your friendship so there's like two things but if it, if there was no money involved if he was like can I get a ride or something I'll be like yeah yeah or whatever you know what I'm saying you feel me. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I understand. Like, it's yeah, it's just the thing of money is not the easiest resource for your average person to come across. So it's like, is 
It's like if say if the money was gold, like would you take this shiny metal and just give it out? Like, yeah, let me get some of that gold. Oh yeah, for sure. Here you go. Yeah. Like wait, like that was like mm-hmm. two thousand dollars of gold right there. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that gold does not come cheap. Like I worked hard for this, you know. But I, it's so. I don't know. I feel like nowadays. Or maybe it's just me, like, people don't do things for the goodness out of their own heart. It's more like, like they want something in return. Like, like say, business, right? You don't, you network with other people because you know they have something or they have services that they can do that you cannot do so if you work together you could help grow each other right it's for a mutual benefit but right. you're not doing that because you're friends you know like whereas like it's just complicated you know as a grow up i i think of friendships and how like it just it changes like you know like to succeed to grow you really have to say what can I offer to this other person whether it's like a resource or service or or whatever you know like trade Mm -hmm. you have to get smarter with that but I mean like I'm not talking about everyone I'm talking about like uh, I guess with strangers you know that's what I'm getting at you don't like because nobody I don't think anyone really trusts each other like (laughs) because it's like the Sims, right? Like your neighbors, you have you live in a neighborhood, right? But you talk to them. I, I guess you can, but are you gonna do things to them out of the goodness of your own heart, or because I don't know? In my neighborhood, I don't talk to my neighbors. All right, we all do our own thing. You know, it's like cool, cool. You know, like. We're not we're not gonna be friends yet. I don't know about the future, but I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I get what you're saying. Like it's it's in my eyes, it's a product, it's a byproduct of capitalism, where it's like everything is an exchange. Like every single thing, everything is like, what are you gonna do for me? How are you gonna pay me back? How are you gonna make me feel like that was worth my while? You know what I'm saying? Everyone is a walking business, and when you really think about it, when you're born in the United States and issued a Social Security number, technically, on on that that document with your name in all capitals, you're like a business, like you're not even a person, like you're a legal entity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's really ingrained in our society that is transactional, like is. You know, I'm not gonna say it's rare, but it's like it's really surprising to see when someone just does something because it was just something good to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Without like expecting anything else in return. Like, say you're at a gas station, right? You see someone pumping gas into their car, and then you offer them like money for them to pay for for their gas. You know, they're mm-hmm. probably you know, the person you're giving the money to. They're gonna be wary. They're going to be like, why are you giving me money? You know, expecting you're doing it for an ulterior motive. 
when in reality you could just be trying to be a good guy, you know, or just like, cause whatever, you know, like times are tough. Gas prices are too damn high. All right. And like, it, it's just crazy. You know, I, I just feel like, like it's, I don't know, maybe it's been a long time since people have been able to just be um, good people. Maybe there was a time when people didn't have to lock their, their uh, front doors or something like that. I don't know. That might be a time way before my uh, 21 years of living. But, you know, now we live in an age where everything's locked. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just, like, where do you think we're headed? Just, like, I guess, uh, ask people, do you think we're we're ever going to be, like, toward a happier place? What you mean, me and you as individuals or, like, us as a society? Just us as a society. Um, I think something crazy has to happen that kind of, like, makes it collapse or something. And then when it gets rebuilt, then there's going to be some kind of ideal or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of a, a, a futuristic, dystopian, utopia novel, like, it's like, oh, the Great War. And then society, everyone in society was a super genius, and they could do telekinesis and you know what I mean? Like <laughs> something like yeah. that. I don't know. But uh as it stands, uh I think if people were able to take care of themselves, you know, with the with uh better mechanics and an economy that allows them to go to work for this amount of time and pay for everything smoothly without it like, wow, like I just went to work for three thousand hours this week and I still can't pay my rent. And now I need to buy food, and you know what I'm saying. Like, if I think if we lived in a country where you went to work, and at the minimum, even at the minimum wage, you could still maintain a lifestyle, I think we could focus on happiness. Maintaining a lifestyle. Do you think? Wait, you think maintaining a lifestyle could could come to happiness in the long run? Yeah, I think if, if you don't have to worry about bills getting paid, you don't have to worry about, you know, making so much money to do this one thing or prevent something from being shut off or something, it gives you more space to be like, hey, let me go play in a coloring book. Let me go build a Lego set. Let me, you know, do recreational things, you know what I'm saying, instead of constantly be at work and still not afford life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think also happiness, like, it's different for everyone because you might, you might meet a homeless person who's, like, really happy. Or you can meet, like, someone addicted to work and just be happy or, or even you, you know, like, you, like, everyone's definition of happiness is, is different. Yeah. I think that's interesting. But but what is what what in your opinion is uh 
or maybe we already touched on this, but what is peak happiness? Like, do you think if you had all the money in the world, you got everything taken care of, like, would you be truly happy? Although, if if nothing, like, bad happens, is, is that happiness, would you say it's, like, still rings true or is it like or is it because bad things happen and that we overcome them that's how like how much value like happiness has because it's increased by the bad things that happened to us and now we overcame them and now it like you know what I'm saying yeah I got you um I think yeah, that's that's like another thing of happiness is you know going through the peaks and valleys, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, is is everyone's definition of happiness is different. Like, you know what I mean? Like an ideal happy day in my life is oh, I wake up, I got all the all the weed I want to smoke, oh, I got all the, <laughs> the the good food around me, oh, I'm by the beach, oh, I'm creating, I don't have to worry about, oh, I got to spend 8, 12, 16 hours working for someone else. I can do what I want to do. Uh, I got a, I got a, a nice car. You know, I can go where I want, when I want to go. I can take a flight. I could, you know, build up another business venture. Like, it's just freedom. Happiness is freedom to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that. Yeah. Being able to go anywhere at your own time. No, yeah, yeah I yeah. can see that. Yeah, ultimately, I don't, like, when 100% of my time is my time, that's when I'll be happy. Yeah, and, and not working for anyone else, right? Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. So, like, what would it take to get to that level? Like, would you... Uh, own a business? Uh, currently, I'm building a clothing brand, and uh, it's I'm trying to stretch it out to, you know, the record label, uh, movie, uh, streaming service. Uh, it's, it's a lot of things in the air that, you know, in the, in the background. But it's like, yeah, ultimately, it would come from running a business and, putting it out there and grinding the right way to get it where it needs to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. And would you, do you think it's better to work for success, like work hard, get on, go on a long journey and then you get re success. And then that like aids you in being like, the happiest or being born into like money would you would you be happy then or like which one would you rather see i think uh it goes it's kind of like going how you said when the bad things happen and you overcome that's when you reach the happiness or you can derive the happiness from it and i think it's better to go on the journey and then come out like, ah, I did it instead of, because being born with money, that's that's a whole different 
that's what's actually a struggle. People won't believe it, but it's a whole different struggle that you never really learn how to be a well, I don't say you never, like, is you know, there's good people that have money and there's terrible people that have money. There's good people that don't have money and there's terrible people that do that don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um I feel like it's harder and I think the Bible says it too, it says it's hard it's it's easier to pull a camel through the eye the, the, the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to get into heaven. And uh, what I think I understand from people who are born in the suburbs who come from, you know, uh, upper-middle-class homes, they're kind of terrible people because they don't struggle, you know what I'm saying? They never had that dilemma of electric bill or water bill. Uh, are we eating three dinners this week and paying the phone bill, or are we not paying the phone bill and eating? Are we... You know what I'm saying? Like, never have to have that conflict. It's just like, oh, everything's on auto pay. Well, I never worry about that. You should try it sometime. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just uh, different different things. So it's like when you don't go through the trenches, so to speak, then it's like you don't, you don't get those values from, oh, man, we persevered through this crazy struggle. It's like, no, we went to um, – uh, Texas Roadhouse, and my dad he paid the bill for sixty people. It was pretty cool, you know. Like it's, you don't get the same experiences. Like you know, you usually have to lose it as a rich kid or get cut off to experience the real world and how people really are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah, wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be born rich. It just you know, what I'm saying at that point. Now you're just like you have to understand who you are, and it's like because of the luxury and all that, and you 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 know you kind of grow to attach yourself to it. Then it's hard to break away from it and be like, oh, you know, it's like the story of the Buddha. The Buddha like got to a point he was like going around begging for like one bowl of rice, and that's what he eats for the day. I think sometimes like one grain of rice, something stupid. But, like, uh, he was, like, making himself struggle, making himself, like, be out there with the people because he was a prince most of his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had never left the, the palace walls. And then when he did, he seen people sick, broke, hungry, dying in the streets, smelly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think the journey is the most important thing, and you get the happiness along the way. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's about the journey, not the destination. Yep. Plus, they don't, like, if you were born into money, you don't really have any uh, stories about the struggle, you know? You can't really relate to any, like, 99% of all the other people in the world. You only have to talk to other rich people, I guess. And this is like uh, being a child actor, I feel like right? You grow up, you are, you play in a character in a TV show, whatever. Then you grow up, you have all this attention on you. And then when you're an adult, you just don't have that same attention anymore because you're all grown up and you don't, uh, you're not like, you don't play in those shows anymore because you are an adult, you know? So it's, I feel like if you don't have the same, uh, the struggle mentality, that's what I'm going to call it. The whole struggle, like the come up, you know, what it had, what it was like. If you don't know what it was like to have no money, but then work really hard for it, 
and then you get money, then success, I think that's also like, it just feels so much better too when you actually get that money and you're just, you look back on your journey and you're like, that was crazy. I can't believe I did that. Damn. Wow. I'm amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's why like the the kids that come from money that go out and do big things, they got to do them extra big because it's like you already had the support. So yeah, makes sense that you make a trillion dollar company. Yeah, you should be doing that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Wait, what are your, uh, what are the next steps for you? Oh, man. The your next, journey. <laughs> the next steps is, uh, hmm, really getting capital, really, for the business to market and to, you know, have real clothes on hand because the way I do it now is, like, print on demand, so, like, only when the piece is ordered is when it's created, which is like you would say it's for the the uh the ecological system. But uh, you know, just to not have like thousands of shirts sitting somewhere that don't ever sell. Um so to get capital, uh create awareness by doing pop up shops across the country and then a couple foreign locations and um really like uh optimize the website experience uh there's this technology it's called matterport so basically with a pop-up shop i would you know fill fill the space with my clothing give it the the brand's wallpaper and stuff like that just make it the experience and then with matterport you basically capture the room and then it allows you to online walk in the room, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you'd be able to tag clothes and then sell clothes with this interactive experience. So that's like really what I want to do uh, as far as the clothing brand next. That's so sad. That's awesome. I mean, you got my vote. Well, I appreciate you. No, yeah, man. I mean, as long as you keep doing it, you will reach success. I think that applies to everything, everyone. You know, I I don't know when you started it. When when did you start it? 2019. Um, that's when I okay. made the Shopify, and then I got the LLC in 2020. Okay, so so we're still young. You know, we're still young into the uh, the journey. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like all the successful people they've been doing it for decades. So it's like, you know, just we just gotta keep grinding, just keep going. Eventually, we'll be there. We will be there. Yeah, I guess to wrap it all up, I I guess I, I'm I'm also, I'm not really content, but I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry on this. I'm on my own journey. I'm just trying to. I don't know, truly try and find happiness, like, to me. But, but yeah, that's, uh, 
It's pretty much let me, all. Let me ask you, eat. on your journey, are you? Would you say that you're alone on your journey? I honestly, yeah, I would say I am alone on my journey to happiness. Because everyone else's ha- definition of happiness, my friends, my family, it's not, it's not my happiness. And I right. know that for sure, you know. So I'm going to hit you with uh, the story of the silver refiner, and I guess that's how we'll, uh, we'll cap this one off. Um, do you know the story of the silver refiner? No, I never heard of it. Okay, so uh, essentially it's basically like a, a, a thing with God and how he tests the people that he loves or, you know, concentrates on them in a sense. So uh, the parable is like this woman, she's asking this dude who refines silver for a living, how do you how do you know when you're done with your process? How do you – so refining silver is meaning – to uh, remove the impurities out of the silver to make it as, you know, shiny and valuable as possible. So uh, the silver refiner is like, uh, so you have your fire, you know what I'm saying, and you put your little mask on, you know what I'm saying, with the, you know, the, um, so you hold the, the silver with your tongs or whatever, and you hold it in the hottest part of the fire, and you're staring at it, and I think it's for hours. And uh, basically... Uh, the whole time the impurities are being burned out of it. And not a moment before and not a moment after when the silver refiner can see his reflection in the silver, the silver has been refined. So with God, this is, you're in a trial, you know what I'm saying? You're in a test. You're in, you're going Mm -hmm. through the, the obstacle course, you know what I'm saying? And God is watching, you know what I'm saying? He got his eye on you, especially you. You know what I'm saying? God is watching at all times, everybody and everything. But on you, during your time right now, this is called the refinery period. And not a moment sooner and not a moment later, when God can see his image in you, is he done with you? He's watching me. Yeah. A, so I'm this refinery period. I'm like, what does that uh, what does re- that really mean? Like, what is it? Like, is is am I like in the journey? Is that, yeah. Is that what it means? Okay. Yeah. Like, who you start out as is not who you come out on the other side of. Interesting. So I could be a totally different person by the uh, by the end of it. Yeah. The people who once knew you, they might not recognize you. Even though you're the same person on the outside, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a journey that it, it evolves you. I look forward to it. <laughs> That's Absolutely. all I can really say, you know? I mean, it's all about growth. And you know, to to be successful, you gotta you gotta be a better form of yourself, like in every aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like the most successful people, they have good habits in life. You know what I'm saying? And success is not a one and done thing; it is a repeated act. It's it's, it's yeah. a habit. You know what I'm saying? It's something you keep doing. So uh, 
you know, never, never get lax, never, you know, take your foot off the gas, just keep pushing for what you believe in and what you want to make happen with your life to create your happiness. I'll take those words to heart. Yeah, I I will keep doing my thing because it really is to just, the key is to keep doing it. Like build that discipline, just do it over and over, and then eventually I will probably become an entirely different person if I compare that future time to now my present time. Yeah. All I can say is, yes, sir, let's go. Look forward to it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Lavender Water Podcast. I have been your host, Matthew Williams, and this has been my special guest, Jordan Lamb. We're going to catch you another time. Peace. Peace.